We are back. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. Hope everybody has had a good week. Of course, my name is Nathan King, and of course, we are talking about the return of recruiting visits. It has been the most recruiting-centric week at Auburn in Auburn sports in more than 15 months. Obviously, recruiting opened back up in terms of in-person visits on June 1st. The dead period ended. And we were busy all week long doing stuff up there at the complex, making sure to cover the return of in-person recruiting. Obviously, this is a really, really big time of year now for programs to get these kids back on campus. And there's nobody better to talk about it than Keith Niebuhr, our recruiting insider at Auburn Undercover. He's been up at the complex this week, and obviously he's got the lowdown on everything Auburn recruiting. So we're going to talk to him about Some of the stuff that happened this first week, some of the players, some of the players to watch out for, what some of the stuff they said means and kind of what to uh, keep an eye on moving forward. So we'll get to that interview with Keith right now. And now we've got Keith Niebuhr on the line. Keith, first of all, really good to see you in person this week. Good to be around you and Jason again, back to normal there in the complex. We're going to get to a pretty busy week for you and Jason there in the complex doing a lot of recruiting work, obviously back on campus. Keith, I wanted to start with the biggest names, the the three five stars, and, and and correct me if I'm forgetting anybody, but the three five stars they were able to have on campus this week. You've got the 2023 defensive tackle, James Smith out of Montgomery, the 2022 safety, Kamari Wilson out of Florida, and the 2022 defensive end, Jaden Wayne out of Washington. What were your impressions of all three of those guys? I know that Wilson is going to come yeah. back in the fall what were uh what were the takeaways yeah yeah you may have to remind me i'll start with with uh james smith and then you'll have to uh refresh my memory of the other two kids i'm I'm a little fried right now but uh and i mean fried from work not from right 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 smoking eight pounds of weed or anything (laughs) like that but uh uh yeah i um you know okay so james smith you know you're talking about a 2023 five-star defensive tackle and he's from montgomery and so you know a couple things need to happen here one auburn's got to start getting more guys out of Montgomery, not letting all the best guys go, go to Bama. You know what I mean? So that's one thing. And two, you know, the early word is that Derek Mason, the defensive coordinator, Nick Easton, the defensive line coach and, and Brian Harson, the head coach, <clears throat> when they look at defense and, and, you know, it's Mason's defense, but Brian's the head coach, obviously they, they kind of, their philosophy sort of to build this thing from the inside out. Now you wouldn't think that early on because they are get, grabbing all these defensive backs in the transfer portal and all that stuff. But, they're doing that just to kind of fill the immediate needs, you know what I mean? But uh, they know they've got to get significantly better up front. Now, you know, during Gus Malzahn's era at Auburn, Auburn was pretty solid up front. Um, <clears throat> you could argue that, you know, they could have used more good pass rushers. <clears throat> and then probably last year was maybe the weakest defensive line they've had. But overall, pretty doggone good. Hard to complain about the defensive lines at Auburn. But these guys want to rebuild that and get it stronger, tougher, better if they can. And James Smith, you know, brings us back to him is again, you know, top 15, top 20 national recruit in 2023. So you got to build those early relationships. And I think, uh, I think his visit the other day, I believe he was there Tuesday, uh, is going to go a long way toward helping that, you know, Nick Eason, I've gotten to see him in person. I've got to talk to him now probably 15 times, Auburn's defensive line coach, very, very personable guy, very laid back. And yet he's also determined and focused and he's been through this process both as a player and now as a coach, he's also coached in the NFL. Remember, he's from middle Georgia, 
and he played at Clemson, then he played in the NFL, then he coached in the NFL. So he, he's really got a lot to sell. Um, but I would say his biggest selling point, quite frankly, is his personality. He's really clicking and vibing with these kids. Um, and I see it. I see the interactions out in front of the building. I see it in the voices of the prospects we talk to, and I can tell it just based on talking to Nick himself. So uh, to me, this could end up being maybe one of the best hires of, of the Harson uh, staff, but you know, we'll see. Uh, but I like what I'm seeing so far. And James Smith, you know, he's already got a friend, Marcus Harris, uh, the Kansas transfer who's at Auburn. You know, Auburn's working on one of his other friends from Montgomery, a guy in the 2022 class, tackle Curtis Perry. So James Smith, I, I look for him to visit many times over the next year. Now, can Auburn get him? We'll see. It's too, I mean, look, this was his first trip there. So, you know, very hard to know. But I, I like I like the starting point, let's put it that way, for Auburn. Yeah, I agree with you. It's fun to watch Eason in the building. I heard him talking to a couple recruits about his NFL days. Um, Keith, I was going to ask you about this later, but you, you've perfectly talked about it right now, so let's go into it. Um, the Montgomery Pipeline. Because you had you brought in a guy. Well, we, Mar- we, did, Marcus we didn't Harris. mention the other five stars. Do you want to go back to that after we talk we'll, about this pipeline? Yeah, we'll do it afterward. Okay. 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 Yeah. Again, so so Montgomery. Um, tell me about Madhouse Fit. You know that a lot better than I well, do. Well, okay. To Marla so it's Davidson a big days. training, gr- big training gr- uh, facility over Montgomery. I, look, you're never gonna th- these guys that run that that facility. Great guys, trio of guys. They, they're not going to push their kids to any one school or anything like that. You're never going to get all the kids. There. They, they want them at where they want to be. They want them happy, but you know, obviously they're going to like them at, at major programs. But so I, I, I need to put that out right now. If anybody thinks that right. you get one and you're going to get all that, that doesn't work that way. And it shouldn't work that way. Quite frankly, kids need to go where they, where they feel comfortable and where they fit in the system. But Auburn is recruiting you know, a bunch of kids from over there, uh, Curtis Perry being another, I, I'm not going to mention them all, but I'll, I'll stick with James Smith and Curtis Perry. Curtis Perry also visited this week, Wednesday, again, four-star defensive tackle in the 2022 class. And, uh, but anyway, the, look, I think that the Auburn's making some good inroads over there. I think bringing in Marcus Harris, the transfer from Kansas is significant, uh, because then the other kids are going to feel comfortable over at Auburn. But again, it all comes down to personality fit, culture fit and system fit, you know, and so there's there's very many dynamics in play. Uh, all I will say, Nathan, is that you know I, I think they're 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 off to a good start with that group over there. And uh, you know uh, y- you know you want those guys happy. You want people that run it happy. Uh, Madhouse again, they do a fantastic job. It's amazing the amount of guys that have come through here through there. And I should point out Daniel Thomas, uh, who played at Auburn, Marlon Davidson, who played at Auburn. Mac Wilson, who played at Bama, Sean Dion Hamilton, who played at Bama. I mean, it's like it's like five major guys a year. It's, it's really quite uh, impressive. I want to say Henry Ruggs, the great receiver from Bama, might have been part of that group too. So they've done a, just an absolutely tremendous job over there. Uh, but they, I, I don't think those guys are the kind of guys that push kids toward any school. They just want what's best for them. They take them to all these places. But again, better to have those guys liking you than not liking you, quite frankly. And, and I, I feel like that Derek Mason particularly – uh, Derek Mason and Nick Eason have done a good job getting to know those people over there. You know, it, and when I say getting to know them, I mean genuinely getting to know them. And that's important in recruiting, listening, you know, not just talking, not just trying to to grab recruits, but getting to know people, getting to know the people around these recruits. It's smart. And the best guys do that. Yeah, they're trying to lay out those feelers now coming into the state. And it seems like Montgomery is one of those really strong pipelines back to the five stars. Um, yeah. Keith Kamari Wilson out of Florida, the safety. Yeah, okay. so, he said he's yeah, going to he, come back. 
No, well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe. Number one, again, they, they all, look, here's my thing. Well, first of all, I should point out he's the number one safety in the country, plays at Bradenton IMG Academy, famous program. He's from Fort Pierce, which is directly across uh, the on the other coast of Florida. It's directly across the state from Bradenton. And look, he's a fantastic player. Again, number one safety in the country, five-star recruit. And I wasn't mocking him when he said he, he's going to come back. I was certainly wasn't mocking Auburn. By all indications, based on what he said and from me talking to sources, sounds like things pretty went pretty well. And, and he's telling people, hey, I felt the family vibe at Auburn. This is a place I could see myself coming back to. But there are some challenges here because George is considered kind of the heavy favorite here. They really laid the groundwork, not only with him, but at IMG Academy uh, with some other guys. So. Uh, for everybody else, that's a little bit problematic. And I, I was only really sort of snickering because, you know, I always tell everybody and, you know, people listen in our business and, and some people don't listen. But, you know, when we interview kids after a visit, a lot of times they're going to say the same basic things. Loved it. Felt the family atmosphere. Uh, I'll be back. You know, a lot of that stuff. Now, sometimes they're more energetic than others and you can deduce some things from that, too. But because they say a lot of the same things, then it becomes incumbent upon people like me and, and you and Jason and the other reporters uh, who cover Auburn University to then flush out what's real and what's not real. We've had kids say that before. Everything's great. Had the best time of my life and then commit to Alabama the next day. You know what I mean? So Kamari Wilson, everything sounds good. Now I got to start kind of making some calls over the next few weeks. Okay, do they have any realistic shot? Because I will tell you, uh, that after I wrote a story saying, hey, it went great, and he plans to come back, somebody at another school, and I'll say in the ACC that I know that works with the program, sent me a message and said he ain't going back. Now, they were kind of kidding me a little bit, but it brings up the good point that, you know, okay, you know, it kind of, we don't really know. We don't really know. But again, I think, I think Auburn did pretty well. A lot of these kids have never been there before. They don't know much about Auburn. Auburn's not kind of hasn't really been the hot program for a few years. So they've come away pleasantly surprised by Auburn. It sounds like, again, we're trying to figure out what's real and what's not real. Uh, sometimes when there's eight reporters, they tell you all the same thing. And then if you can get them aside, they'll kind of give you a little bit more of a breakdown. But I think Auburn's made a good impression on Kamari Wilson. The question is, Given who else is recruiting him and given that most people think that Georgia is going to be difficult to beat, you know, what kind of shape did they come out of this? And, and, and we won't know that for a few weeks. But again, getting him there, step one. You, step two is to get a kid. Well, you don't get to step two without step one, which is getting them on campus. So they're doing a good job getting guys on campus. That was one that kind of came out of the blue. So that tells you that Auburn was working, you know, behind the scenes on that one. And and what it also tells me, Nathan, is they're probably working behind the scenes on a lot of guys we don't know about. Okay, that's what good staffs do. We can't get our arms around it completely. And they're fine with that. They're quietly doing their thing, laying in the weeds, as somebody over there told me, laying in the weeds and ready to pounce. And uh we're going to see. I think they're off to a good start. But uh, who was the next guy? Yeah, the Jaden Wayne. Yeah. Part okay. of that Washington group that came over. Yeah, cool, cool kid, man. I mean, first of all, there's Washington, and we should say Washington State. Washington State, which is really cool. Now, okay, they're on a tour. It was Jaden Wayne. He's a five-star defensive end from Tacoma, Washington, which I love that town, Nathan. I don't even know if you've ever, you ever been there before. I've never been to Washington State. Well, no. Seattle was like the most picturesque city, and then Tacoma, mm -hmm. just south of it, kind of down where the airport is Tacoma uh, I, I went there with Brian Peroni who covers Texas A&M for us we were out there one time to cover an event and we got to go to the University of Washington for a football camp which was so awesome one of my favorite campuses out there 
uh, in the country. And then we went down to Tacoma and he goes, let's go to this one high school. And it wasn't this kid's high school. It was another high school. High school, it's called Stadium High, I think. Stadium High School, believe it or not. And the reason they call it that, the stadium is right on the water in Tacoma. It's the most picturesque setting of any high school football stadium I've ever been to. And big movie fans will remember Heath Ledger's breakout film, I guess, was called 10 Things I Hate About You. All filmed right at that school. But anyway, Jaden Wayne, you're talking about a body. You saw this kid, Nathan. Uh, when they, a lot of times you hear say, man, he looked pretty. Okay. You're talking 6'5", 6'6", 240, and an edge rusher. I mean, an edge rusher that big. So that's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if that ends up being his position down the road. How much weight does he put on? Could he be an offensive tackle? Does he become a strong side end? Does he get to 310 and have to move inside? I mean, I don't know, but he looks pretty. Uh, again, five-star guy, part of a big tour, about a dozen kids, I would say, 10 to 12 kids from, from greater Seattle. Uh, Seattle, Tacoma, a Sakamish, I think is the other town that's up there. I can never pronounce that one, but all that greater Seattle area, which you know, has several million people and believe it or not, some pretty good athletes come out of that area. Um, now you say, okay, it's part of a tour, big deal, right? Big deal. I mean, they're visiting all kinds of schools. So what they visit Auburn. Well, they were only visiting four schools. Um, Nathan, Al to my knowledge, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, Clemson. If you're an Auburn fan, I like to see my name up with those three other ones again. Yeah. That's not bad. You know company. what I mean? Yeah, so like, hey, it's better than not visiting. It's better than just going to those other three uh, because look who you're not going to see when you're in that region. You're not going to FSU. You're not going to Florida. You're not going to Tennessee. You're going to Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, and Clemson. Fight with the big boys. Do you want to keep beating – I don't want to name any schools. Do you, <laughs> do you want to keep beating some of the mid-level Power Fives out or do you want to battle against the big guys and, and, and see what happens? And so it went pretty well. Again, another one, you know, he said all the right things, and we'll, we'll see. Um, said he's going to come back for the Iron Bowl, and I could see that. Uh, what we know there is that how did they get these guys there? Well, remember, I mean, uh, Brian Harson's from out west. Jeff Schmetting, the linebacker's coach, is from out west. Burt Watts, the edge rusher coach, he's from out west. Darren Usher, the director of recruiting, knows all these kids. He's been recruiting them for a few years at Boise. So there's a great familiarity between Jaden Wayne and his friends and Auburn. And so that natural, it was natural. They all knew each other. They'd all been talking to each other for years. And so that, that is a big selling point. That's significant, you know? So, so maybe they can get some of these guys back. They've got a few other guys in a part of that tour that they liked a cornerback in the 2023 class. And we should point out Jaden Wayne's a 2023. So he's got a lot of time. Hey, look, he comes back for the iron bowl, let's say, and it blows them away. And then you've got another full year to try to land them if you want them. Right. And then he's already made two trips and he's got that taste of the iron bowl in his mouth. And, you know, who knows, right. I, you know, it's, uh, you know, we'll see, but uh, it's, it, it was significant. I think to have him even there, quite frankly, it says that Auburn is, is a place that people want to visit. Yeah. People got to remember Schmetting spent more than a decade uh, at Eastern Washington. So he was kind of yeah. in, kind well, now, of in his now, element. Now, but now, Eastern, you, you, okay, so you've never been to Seattle. A little bit different. I, I assume you've never been to Eastern Washington. No, I'm just saying nope. that's like, that'd be like, that's like driving from uh, Atlanta to Orlando, basically. Okay, it's that far away. But it's still the same general part of the country. Yeah. You're right. So, you know, he knows the lay of the land. He, even at Eastern Washington, they go into Seattle and Tacoma and get kids. And so, you know, that's important. I guarantee you, they know a lot of people. And I think their trainers brought them out. And again, trainers, we talked about Madhouse Fitness in Montgomery, their trainers, great guys these guys from seattle trainers brought them on these trips and you know they really uh, a lot of times will, will take a big role in these kids recruitments and uh it's interesting to see but uh, i think it went well with those guys 
Keith, just a couple more. Um, uh-huh. Offensive line has been the big thing. I feel like we talk yeah. about it every time we yeah. talk about yeah. recruiting. Yeah. Um, they like Easton Harris from Beauregard. Yeah. Um, they had, I mean, Quishon Sapp um, yeah. had a good visit, the four-star from Texas as well. Yeah. How yeah. are they doing right now um, well, in you, terms you, of that um, front? Quayshon Sapp, you mean from Georgia, and then additionally the four-star from Texas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, okay, well, let's start with um, with Eston Harris Jr. from Beauregard. Uh, I, he just goes by EJ, by the way, since Eston Jr. But, uh, yeah, EJ is a guy that Auburn really, really likes, really, really wants. I mean, you know, I think he's going to camp at Bama, so it'll be interesting to see if they offer. If that does, that obviously changes the dynamic of his recruitment. I, <clears throat> I know people get tired of hearing that, but look, they've won all those titles. I mean, what do you, what do you expect? I mean, it's the, it's the, it, it I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush it, it, and, and sit here and, you know, pump sunshine. This is the reality that, that you're facing. So let's just be open and honest about it. And I don't think the staff is backing away from that at all. But uh, so, you know, he had his first face to face with all these guys at, uh, <coughs> excuse me, at Auburn, uh, you know, getting to hang out with Will Friend, the offensive line coach, Mike Bobo, the offensive coordinator, those two guys are two of the more personable guys on the entire staff, two of the guys that will make you laugh. I know that. And, uh, and I think that's good. They feel all real, feel real comfortable around each other, EJ and those two coaches. Uh, so I think Auburn, I think is, you know, been the team to beat for a while. Now we'll see. Um, you know, he's got guys that are committed to the team recruiting him. It's right down the road. He's going to visit more and more. Uh, I will one other note about him. He was going to, Oh, wait a second. Um, nah, I can't, I'm, I'm getting my guys mixed up. I think we're going to see him visit <clears throat> Auburn a bunch, quite frankly, probably again in June, uh, probably again in the fall. I don't know what his you know commitment plans are right now. Uh, he's got a lot of schools involved, but I, I think Auburn is certainly, certainly a team to watch and, and, and probably the favorite, although I think these things can change day to day, but you know, um, you know, they got to get out and take visits and people are like, Oh, why, you know, our guys going to commit the first day, the first week. Man, these kids are jumping to get out of the house and go see some places. And you haven't seen a ton of commitments this week, have you? Anywhere. And why do you think that is? I mean, you're going to go on one trip? No, you want to go see a bunch of places. So you have, so you have something to compare it to. That's not a bad thing. It's kind of like if you love something, set it free, that kind of thing. And and, and then if they come back, you know, and, and same thing here. I mean, he's got to get out and see some places so he can compare Auburn to something. What you don't want is him to somebody to just pick your school without having visited anywhere else and, and, and always wonder what would have been. And, and maybe those are the kids that also say, I'm going to get out of here the first chance they can to, to, you know, transfer. So we'll see, but I think Auburn's in a pretty good spot with him. And the, the other kid you mentioned, Quayshawn Sapp. I, th- I think the third kid, Harris Sewell, uh, he's 2023, right? I, I, I want to say, let me, let me check on that one here while I we're talking. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Quayshawn Sapp, so 2022, uh, offensive lineman from, you know, Leesburg, Georgia, Lee County. So anybody that's been down to Florida and you leave Auburn, you, you, most people go through Columbus and they go down, what is it, 82 to Albany and then over. So just north of Albany is Lee County High. Nathan, are you a baseball fan? Uh, not particularly. Okay. Well, what, what do you Much like? more I mean, football and basketball. This is what, soccer and racquetball? What kind? I mean, tell me more. Oh, just um, football and basketball. Okay. No, okay. None of that other stuff. One of these sports, this legion of sports writers that, that worship soccer is terrifying that's, me that's on not Twitter. Really, it's very yeah. scary. Well, I was going to point out Buster Posey, the great major league catcher, is from this high school. League okay. County. And yeah. all, Auburn's I know recruited him. guys. Yeah, Auburn's recruited guys there through the years. I uh, just hadn't had a ton of luck. But Quayshon Sapp, 6'5", 315, 320, huge kid. Uh, he's listed as a tackle. He's not a tackle. I mean, he could he play tackle in a pinch? Sure. 
but you look at his body and you look and you ask people what they say and they're all saying guard center uh he'd be a big center but anyway inside guy most people have thought you know fsu and, and by the way harris sewell the other lineman that you mentioned is a 2023 don't know much about his recruitment yet i think that one's way too early to know but back to Quayshon sap uh most people that follow his recruitment think fsu clearly the team to watch clearly but coming out of this visit there's some renewed excitement at auburn okay uh I, I, I don't want to get too much into into details here, but I, there are some people that know Mike Bobo and Will Friend that also know Quayshon Sapp, and and they say good things to Sapp about Mike Bobo and Will Friend, and so hey, that's got him thinking about Auburn. But you look at the twenty four seven Sports crystal ball, five picks in all FSU, so that's the elephant in the room. Yeah, how do you how do you get past FSU? Well, first and foremost, you got to get them on campus. So check, you check that off. Then you got to get them back. And then you got to get him back for an official. And he is saying Auburn's probably, I think he said Auburn's definitely getting an official. I uh, don't know when that is, but I think there's a sense at Auburn, you know, Florida's also involved. Cincinnati's getting an official, but, you know, and, and no knock. I mean, they've done a hell of a job up in Cincinnati, but I mean, yeah, you think Cincinnati's going to get away a guy away from Florida, Florida State and Auburn that's in Lee County, Georgia? Probably not. Okay. So to me, the teams to watch Florida State, then Auburn and Florida. Now, Arkansas, has been heavily involved, but I, did I not read something about their offensive line coach, uh, Brad Davis? I mean, I'm going to Google this while we're talking. Uh, basically, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, Arkansas is going to be that much of a factor. Quite frankly, yeah, Brad Davis, um, offensive line coach, leaving Arkansas for LSU. So, so Auburn, you know, just by process of an elimination, you're thinking, okay, got to be one of the two or three or four teams really in the mix, and certainly after that visit. Now they got to get him coming back again and again, uh, and maybe. But I, I think, again, there's some renewed optimism with this recruitment. And and everybody says, oh, well, he's not really a tackle. Who cares? Hey, look, they want the best offensive time in what, whatever positions they play. And, of course, they're going to go after some tackles. They got a big one in this weekend, Jacob Hood, for an official visit. Yeah, and Keith, I was going to talk to you about those officials, but I think we'll let those, uh, we'll let those play out and let you and Jason do your reporting on those. Um, one more yeah. question, Keith. Sure. Uh, really mean? appreciate you coming on. Uh, you kind of referenced it a little bit, but normally when you get into July, that's kind of like the, the hot commitment time. But you're saying you kind of expect just because it's everything's been virtual, they got to get out and take their visits. You would expect that time to be a little bit further. Are there any decisions we should be keeping an eye out for? Or well, is this going to be a drawn out process? Yeah, I mean, you know, it just seems like a lot of these kids want to take a lot of visits and who the heck can blame a man. Right, you know what I yeah. mean? I mean, as, as fans, and look, I'm a fan, I'm a fan of college football. I'm a fan of recruiting. I mean, as a reporter, I'm unbiased and all that stuff, but as fans, we're all me, you, everybody listening, all the people on the message boards waiting for these commits to drop, you know what I mean? And, but these kids, they're on their own time frame. In fact, I'll give you an example. Cade story, four-star defensive end. He visited on uh, yesterday. So that would have been Thursday visited Auburn. He's been saying, Hey, I'm going to announce August 1st. Now he says September 17th or December. So, like, he's pushing it back. Everybody wants to go on visits. Then they're going on all these places for the first time to a lot of these places. And you say, okay, now they've been to five schools. Now they can decide, well, wait a second. Those were only the first trips to those schools. Now I want to go back to three of them in the fall for games before I make any decisions. So there's going to be kids that decide soon. But, boy, it sure seems like a lot of them are going to take a lot of visits. I don't blame them. Uh, a couple guys to watch this weekend, maybe Emory Floyd. You know, I know uh, safety from Georgia. Uh, going into the visits, official visits, he's an Auburn big lead. 
but he was just at Georgia the other day. I don't think they've been pushing him uh, for him much, but maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to string it along, uh, keep him from committing to Auburn and see how things play out. I know he's going to visit Florida as well. Uh, but if it goes well this weekend, Auburn could be tough to beat. I just, but again, now he just went to Georgia the other day. Maybe he had so much fun. He wants to go back and go see multiple schools and you know, all that stuff. But at least right now, Auburn's in a good spot. The kicker, Alex McPherson, number one place kicker in the country. He's officially visiting this weekend. You know, I've got a crystal ball picking for Auburn, but I'm told people in Florida think, you know what? They got a shot. And his brother kicked at Florida. Family had good experiences there. Um, I think it's going to come down to those two schools. He's visiting Auburn this weekend, and then he's going to visit the Gators, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Uh, so even a guy like that, you know, he's not going to decide right after this visit. He is going to announce in July, though. So I think July is when we could see some some guys, you know, pop. But you know, look, I mean, it, if you're laying the groundwork for commitments, it doesn't really matter when they come. It's just fans looking at a commitment list and seeing three, four, or five commitments getting all antsy. But a staff can't think that way. They they can't worry about that. They're you know they're just trying to close the deal on guys. Right, right. Perfect. Thank you so much, Keith, for joining us, giving us lots of information from this week. Um, everybody. We're running a deal right now at the site, 60% off an annual subscription. You can read all of Jason and Keith's VIP stuff. Um, was it six official visitors this weekend, Keith, or seven? Sorry, I'm, e- I'm eating some Pringles here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, trying some... to multitask. It's been a wild week. But yeah, six this weekend. Okay. And there's going to be about that many every weekend this month, you know? Perfect. It's going to be busy. Yeah. Yeah. So get in ahead of time. Don't miss it. Take advantage of that deal. Keith, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to get to a quick break. We'll be right back on the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Auburn Undercover podcast please go subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show we're going to have another one here in just a few days where we're going to talk about basketball recruiting a pretty big week there as well probably a bigger week in terms of the caliber of the visitors who who were on campus Bruce Pearl was able to get like four or five five stars on campus just in the first week so once those official visits are through this weekend we are going to uh, talk about those and like I said, there's there's official visits with football as well, six or seven of those, and we're going to have those covered. Um, take advantage of that deal if you're not a subscriber, um, because a lot of that stuff, we are going to make it VIP and subscribers only. And so take advantage of that deal, 60% off. We're recording this on the 4th, and the deal runs through the 6th, so you've only got a couple days left um, to take advantage of it. If you've been considering becoming a subscriber to Auburn Undercover, now is a pretty darn good time to do it. If you are a subscriber, been enjoying talking to y'all on the message boards. Um, it's going to be an exciting next couple months here on the planes. The intro and outro music for this podcast is by Beats by Mordecai. You can find him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. Go give him a follow and check out his stuff. Appreciate him 
hooking us up with that. And until the next time, I will see you guys later. Everybody have a good weekend.